in Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. Welcome to episode 25 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, EJ, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Katie. Hey, guys. And Grace. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about season two, episode nine of Lone Star, titled Saving Grace, a.k.a. the Grace and Jed Begins, and also the beginning of part two, season two of Lone Star. We made it through the hiatus. (laughs) We did. (laughs) We're glad to have had you all here with us, though. Yes. Yes, Yes. it's been fun. I'm glad we got a chance to keep going every week through the hiatus i'm yeah. so glad we're back to regular normal recording <laughs> yeah i yeah. know i know i miss like our like normal like typical like episodes like just talking about the episodes like watching i was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening like just right, right. being able to like talk about it and yeah speaking of jen and grace begins like i now will forever because of broden called this to jen and grace origin story <laughs> and so the same begins mm. because when he said that i was like wait that's perfect yeah when i heard i don't know if just recently i heard something like they're not gonna have an official like episode called begins like they did in original 911 but they're gonna have episodes like this one that are like the origin stories of each character yeah i honestly prefer like the episodes in 911 they call them obviously like buck begins eddie begins and like i kind of like that it's not like them calling it like judd and grace begins tk begins because like i don't know i just feel like that's kind of unoriginal mm-hmm. i think that they've already done such a great job of setting themselves aside not being copycat so to speak and doing the same begins theme i'm fine with the region stories but Mm -hmm. calling them begins it's just gonna feel very copycat exactly and you know that's what a lot of people were afraid that you know a spinoff would do and they've done such a great job not being that so like let's keep on that trail (laughs) right so speaking of origins let's start so the show starts in 1995 judd and his friend Cal are hanging out and they are deciding to take a joy ride in an old car. They're 12 at the time, so definitely under driving age. Um, (laughs) Under being able to see over the windshield age. (laughs) And so, quickly doing the math in my head, I realized Jed is my age, so he was born in 1883, if he was 12 in 1995. Which is, yeah, yeah, 1983. I was like, ah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they go out, they're driving, Judd ends up being the one driving because his friend is too small to fit in front of the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. As typical, you know, in that time, I remember this happening a lot was a couple of sports cars would pull up along each other and they'd like rev their engines and you know they try to race each other especially at night and uh unfortunately Judd and his friend do that and his friend doesn't want him to stop like to slow down and so he slams sticks his foot over and slams on the gas and they end up running into a tree which unfortunately we find out that Cal passed away in the hospital and so Judd is left to be picked up by his dad and yeah pretty tough scene yeah two things about this like i was like oh 1995 that's my birth year cool and then like when i was trying to figure out how old judd is which we've talked about like so many times we were trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out and then i was like we were very close yes we were were about right yeah and the next morning i was like okay well they said he was 12 in 1995 i need to do this math so i literally sat there like a full-on detective like okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like honestly 
Well, yeah. use the division skills. Um, yeah. yeah. I was like, or subtraction. Rather. I'm like, wait a second. I was born, I was 12 in 1995. Like, cool. So he was born in 83. Nice. Yeah. I was yeah. not yeah. born in either occasion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neither one of you were thought of pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> my parents weren't even together in 1983. <laughs> my, so, yeah. My sister was born in 1994. And my sister after that was born in 1996. So, this is yeah. literally in the gap. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm showing my age. But I swear, I'm not, you know, I'm a child at heart. You are ageless. <laughs> Same. Amen. Um, so, we, you know, the next scene we get, so we have this little, like, beginning, and then the next scene is present, more present day of Jed and Grace getting ready to go to Jed's dad, who they haven't seen for, like, a year because of the, the virus, and I guess a storm was coming up, and so I think Stuart's the dad's name, uh-huh. yes. calls him and tells him to not bother coming even though it's his birthday because there's a storm coming he doesn't want him out in it and uh Jed's, Jed and Grace decide they're gonna go anyways because he'd just gotten his second COVID vaccine yeah Grace was the one that pushed for it and stuff mm-hmm. which I love I was like yes Grace <laughs> yeah because like if that was me I would be the same way and honestly there was so many fam- so much family like that I didn't really get to see like obviously a lot of people this is like the same case like mm-hmm. like my grandma I never got to see through the whole pandemic and still won't and like yeah it's so that was like relatable yeah also i'm just gonna like say preemptively um this whole episode is gonna screw me over because my name is grace and yeah. grace is a huge character yeah in it yeah so i'm hearing this and my brain's going oh wait you're like are they talking to me are they asking me a question or are they talking about the show so if Sorry. i don't respond and you ask me a question just know i probably think you were talking about her yeah <laughs> um Story of my life. Um, (laughs) Right. So the next scene is they are driving through town and they're having the same kind of conversation, kind of what we had at the end of the episode, kind of just at a slightly different angle. Yeah. And Judd's end up knocked out. They go off the bridge into the water, and yeah, Grace is more is awake, but she's pinned, and Judd gets kind of knocked out. So it kind of flashes back into Judd and the old one twenty six giving a tour to some Bible camp kids, and I thought that was really cool to kind of see oh <laughs> I thought that was the cute. kids and it was so cute the kids. I loved it and the old 126 I'm mm-hmm. honestly because we saw like five minutes but like five seconds of them living then they all died so right, I right. yeah, yeah. like we don't really know half of their names so I honestly part of me was half convinced it was the old old 126 there was maybe a new 126 in the pilot so I was kind of thinking that partially no I recognized a couple of the guys yeah I the- Pilot. Yeah, I recognized a couple of them, but also I we didn't get to see them that closely, so I was like, right. are they the same people? I don't know. Yeah, and I'm my guess is they are, but you know, um, firefighters switch in and out, so they may have been a couple new and old faces in there, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it was at core the original. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved the like last scene of this little part when the teacher gave Judd a prayer card and mm-hmm. said it. Might, might be nice to have a number to call other than 911 and I was I, like 
loved oh. that. That was like yeah, that was an awesome. Yeah, that thing. was probably one of my favorite moments. I guess. Yeah, and she's stuff. like, he's like, well, does it look like I need prayer? And she goes, no, but you know, you guys are all you know go through a lot in your job, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. And so right as the kids are seeing the fire trucks, they get a call, so they have to leave, and they end up going to this kind of old beat up house where a woman has fallen, and Tommy shows up into the. We get Tommy. Uh, she's on the one twenty one, so I'm assuming she wasn't part of the original 126 but you know it's a small community so i'm sure yeah they yeah. just knew each other yeah and yeah and she probably was at the 126 at least for training right or michelle wasn't always at the 126 either right. yeah that's what oh. i was just thinking is maybe like tommy and michelle were at the 121 at the same time yeah. but then michelle moved up and moved over to the 126 right yes that's what i was kind of thinking i'd love and to then... have more backstory to like um figure that out and i feel like mm-hmm. we're going to get that at some point but for now it just brings more questions as well as a couple answers right yes. and uh kind of this call is is kind of affects judd because the woman that they're treating who's an older lady they find this house is definitely kind of in shambles and this older lady fallen in her living room or kitchen and when judd goes to help tommy get the woman up she yells at him to get away and judd doesn't realize why but he's like okay i'll step away and then as he's standing kind of in the living room he looks around and he sees the pictures of his old friend Cal and he realizes it's Cal's mom and she's never forgiven him for you know that night because Judd was driving the car that you know ended up Cal dying in and so that night Judd actually takes his truck to where Cal um died I guess Mm -hmm. to the tree and he's kind of I don't know honestly it looked like he was gonna try and like run into the truck but then he stopped and you can see the like the prayer cards are all kind of strewn all over the seat and he actually calls and that's where he meets grace (laughs) i loved that yeah same because yeah like for me i always thought well i always knew that like faith would be like the thing that they would meet over whatever that meant like i knew that would be their start but i was kind of like i like how it their relationship started on the phone because first of all that's adorable second of all like that really makes sense of why she became a 911 dispatcher because like she was so good on the phones with that like might as well transfer that over into like an actual career and i love that so much did we have any idea before this that she did um phone prayer i don't think so you knew i didn't think so but that seemed to fit so much yeah i mean we knew that she was very faithful but i don't think there was any hint of what she did before being a 911 operator yeah a lot of what was in here was a huge surprise Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so which it was a surprise to me but in some ways it wasn't just because i know like i get the vibe from grace yeah yeah it made sense for her character Yeah. And the the scripture is in Psalm 31. Uh, it's roughly uh the first one, but I don't know. I I've I've gone through every version I can find that <laughs> I've read of that scripture and I can't seem to find the specific quote that they used. Um so I'm not sure what version it is, but it's let let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. You protect the faithful and reward the good doers as long as they trust in you. And uh I love how Grace is like it's by grace that we're saved cuz Judd was struggling with um this woman's reaction to him and how you know his job called him out on you know him not being a good person and yeah i I really liked it i love that grace's she saved him honestly yeah 
and it's a huge metaphor for the whole show. Like Grace, how many times has Grace Grace saved people on the phones? Every episode. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? <laughs> literally. That's like her life. Yes. Um, which so it makes so much sense that she's an operator. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then we come to present day, and we see that Grace is pinned and gets Jed to wake up, and he tries to get her free, but he can't. Yeah. And it it's tough because she's, and then they kind of get into this like she's like it's time to go, and you need to go that you know kind of save yourself. Don't worry about me. I'm like, oh, that was that was hard. That was hard to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I really liked the line, like, when Joe was saying to Grace, wherever you are, I am, that's the deal, right? The de- that's the deal to- right into the end. And I was like, oh my god, I love that so much. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, I don't know. They revealed, like, this. Well, not that exact line, but they revealed, like, them, like, in the car in the water um, mm-hmm. before the episode. So, like, going into it, I was like, okay, well, I already kind of have an idea of what's gonna go down. So, I was, right. like, kind of prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then we back, more flashbacks of Jed and Grace's phone relationship over the next few months in 2012. So, we're in 2012 now. So, they've met on the phone in the summer. And she's suggesting that he needs to make amends with the woman who, um, the mother of Cal. So, Jed goes to the woman's house and spends the next, I don't know, some time cleaning up her yard, fixing things around the property that's broken, and eventually she invites him in and doesn't spit on his face. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, she for- ends up forgiving him for what had happened. Yeah. I thought that and, was important because, yeah. like, she was not obligated to, you know, forgive right. him. And yeah. I kind of felt like it could have gone either way there. Yeah. Like, truly, but I was glad that it had gone. Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, that's a really big thing for him to do, to, like, yeah. go there and, like, fix up her house. And I kind of figured that maybe he did that over, like, I would say he did that over a course of, like, maybe weeks to yeah. possibly a month or maybe even longer i don't know and stuff and like that just like shows how good of a man he is like Mm -hmm. oh i loved that so much and to see like the calls throughout all of it oh so oh my god i love it so much (laughs) oh yeah yeah and they're cute you know and then i thought what what i loved is when he the one time he called and the guy answered so he (laughs) hangs up on him and then like he calls back and another woman answers and he (laughs) hangs up and then grace answers the phone he goes that's better and he she's like did you hang up on (laughs) yeah she was was like you cannot hang up on father bob and miss whoever whatever her name was and he's like he's like oh sorry or something like i'm a sinner yeah <laughs> yeah like oh my god i'm like that's so judd too though. <laughs> it, it is it's like so like spot on and perfect uh-huh. i was like oh my god that's just like oh yeah um yeah this whole little development like the scenes and stuff it was just awesome how they and then you know eventually when the mother does um forgive him he calls to tell grace and she's no longer working at the crisis uh center Mm-hmm. And so he's at the bar with his, you know, the, the 126, and Tommy's there. And she notices. So Judd, because I just watched this this morning, and I really liked how it happened. Same. He's he's trying to like pay attention to the game, but he's giving the guys a hard time, and they're giving him a hard time. And then he all of a sudden hears across the way at one of the tables a familiar voice, <laughs> and Grace is out with some friends. And when Tommy sees uh, how mesmerized he is by Grace. 
she takes him over and introduces him and they meet for the first time in person. Yeah. And it was so cute. Yeah. Watching her realize who he was, I loved that. Yeah. Being like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. I loved it when, like, Grace's face when Tommy says, Judd, say something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we finally got the context of how she set him up, which was talked about in the Mm -hmm. season two premiere. And I, I'm happy that it wasn't like Tommy was friends with Grace already and that's how they were set mm-hmm. up. I thought that was I, so predictable. I yeah. felt, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be like. And I honestly like that, like, this is going to sound like kind of weird, but I'm just going to roll with it. I like how Judd, and, Judd was basically Grace's. It wasn't like Tommy was intertwined in that. I like how their story was theirs and like Tommy became friends with her because of Judd and they like right. we're all like a thing it's like friends friend right, group, right. I guess. yeah and i love yeah i i'm glad they did it that way mm-hmm. and it wasn't like long-term friends because I, I think we'd speculated that maybe tommy and charles knew grace from church or something like that but yeah i liked how they did this and then i love grace and jed dancing because they're yeah. talking while they're dancing and we find out that grace has been accepted to a master uh, graduate program at georgetown which is why she wasn't going to be working at the center anymore and jed basically asks her out on a date and they start dating over the summer regardless of whether she's moving or not yeah and then flash forward to jed waking up in the hospital and i think tommy and owen are in the room with them when that happens yeah i think so yeah because owen was like before like jed woke up it was kind of like when he was in that state where we were still seeing the flashback and you can hear Mm -hmm. owen say jed and then you all of a sudden you see like him wake up yeah and he's asking like where grace is where's my wife oh that was was so hard yeah that was so hard to be like oh my god i was like oh no yeah and the (sighs) next scene is him kind of standing up because he's up and about a little bit and tommy and him are talking and he's freaking out kind of worried because he's blaming himself for the accident and he said he should never have swerved and gone over he should have and then she's like well do you really think you guys would both be walking away from a head-on collision they right. would have yeah no not, not at the rate that was going right and grace had been underwater for six minutes unconscious so they say that after four there can be brain damage so obviously he's freaking out and worried that she's not gonna wake up or if she does she's gonna have um, damage yeah which that was really tough to hear but i love tommy reminding him of how strong grace is because she is a tough woman. And just let me just say that Sierra McCain, McLean was gorgeous this entire episode. Oh my goodness. Yes. Always. Ray the Ray hair, the, the outfits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Always. Like this episode reminded me of how much I love Grace. Like she yes. is honestly, I can honestly say like she is like my Athena because people love Athena. And I like mm-hmm. Athena. I love Athena. Don't get me wrong. But like Grace right. is that for me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Voice of reason, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So then um, we go back a little further again, and it's Grace and Jed have been uh, dating for a few months, and they're having dinner with Tommy and Charles, who are married at the time, and talking about Georgetown and the program she was going to be going into, which is when Tommy and Charles announced that Tommy is pregnant with <sighs> Obviously, the twins, who we know were born in 2013. And then, I guess, after dinner, uh, Judd mentions to Charles to expect maybe a phone call 
because he left him as a reference. So Judd is considering moving to Georgetown or to D.C. to be close to Grace while she's going to school as a firefighter because um, he's in love with her. And mm-hmm. uh, that was that was good. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just <sighs> I I. I've, because we we flash forward to you know Judd in the hospital looking at Grace and I just I love that like I, was her parents in the room too yes um. and honestly like I can't stand her father most of oh, the I stuff that happens tell. later but like even like when we saw him previously I don't have a good like I don't have a good perception of him I don't really mm-hmm. care for him like I can't and like I just like this whole like the few scenes we've had of him in the last this season um, i'm mad at him like yeah basically basically every scene i've seen him in this episode in particular i just looked at him and went bullshitting cheater yeah Yeah. i'm not a fan not a fan that that was my entire reaction i'm not ashamed it's like i'm just like Mm-hmm. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. And he mm, will get to him later. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to freaking yeah. slap him. Same. But, uh, yeah. Same. Definitely. But I love the mom saying how she was always never thinking about herself, always others. That again goes to. Also, I'd just like to right. say I love the mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh. me too. I love her mom. Yeah. And she's an amazing actress too. She's been in a lot of shows I've seen. Oh, same. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so we, Tommy comes in and says that, you know, food's there and we come out and we get kind of the only real Tarlow's scene. Judd comes out of the room and sees everybody and TK's there. And it looked like TK and Carlos had just arrived with uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, you can't convince me otherwise that Tarlos didn't pick up the food. You cannot. You cannot. Like, it happened. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying it, so it happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I was I was imagining, like, because, you know, with this, because we don't know exactly how much time has passed since the rescue. Like, was Jed in the, you know, a hospital for a day before this all kind of came up? So I'm like, TK's obviously out of the hospital, though I have to admit that TK had no sign of any kind of head trauma. <laughs> I didn't like that. So yeah. I needed they that forget? connection to the last episode. Yeah. Because I, I felt like it was only a couple days when he woke up and yeah. he should have still had a bandage on. Yeah. Or yeah. at least a, a bandage. Or something. Like bandage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just, I didn't yeah, I didn't I didn't like that part. Yeah, I didn't love that, but I kind of understand why they yeah. didn't show like him still in the hospital because like it wasn't like this was like kind of separate from him but i wish we even got even if we just got a second of that that would have been yeah. nice yeah. Yeah. Least, no especially for like timeline purposes which i feel like this is like the night be- most of this was maybe the night before if not the morning right yeah the day after but like i just i needed yeah. the, that little <laughs> bit yeah we needed some something for continuity just to kind of know the connection of the last episode yeah um and then you know they i think tk says you know we didn't know what to get so we got a little bit of everything and judd Jed starts cutting a piece for of something for grace because it's her favorite and then he starts struggling he's he's appreciative of them all being there and i think this was the first time everybody's truly kind of rallied around judd yeah because um, you know at the very first episode in the pilot he was to them he was just stranger 
you know? Yeah. And now they're family. And I love, like, the, the group hug. Yes. Yeah. With everybody, including Carlos. Um, yes. I so love that how, was like, so good. Yeah. I love how Carlos wasn't sure if he should get into the hug. Yeah. And stuff. But Judd kind of nodded to be like, hey, yeah, you can, yeah. like, you're part of this family too. And, like, it just, like, <laughs> shows that like carlos is very much part of that family too yes like, he is he is and just after the hug a couple of off- uh, police officers walk by and one of them recognizes carlos and he says reyes and carlos is like what are you guys doing here and they're like oh we had to come interview some drunk driver who i guess plowed into a convenience store or something like that mm-hmm. and, he's, and then they're like yeah we think he's the one that run- ran off a couple of people off the bridge and yeah uh, the like, moment yeah. he said that i started yeah. like hang banging at- because obviously they don't know why carlos is there yeah Um, so but i was like oh no oh no 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 no, no. and you see that 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 takes judd yeah judd Judd was hearing all this and so and they're realizing this guy's gotten gotten away with just a like a banged up leg you know he's barely you know barely got a scratch on him except the drunks always have that it's so sad that that happens that way because like yeah They always hurt people far worse than they will get hurt. And yeah. uh, everybody like sometimes obvi- they wind up hurting themselves or killing themselves. Yeah. With that. But usually not. Right. Yeah. yeah. And in yeah. this scene, you know, I think Carlos is kind of like trying to stay calm. And then like Owen notices Judd's paying attention. And so he asks him if he's okay. And Judd's like, yeah, no. yeah. He's like, I'm good. I- I'm-, I'm good. You know, it's in the Lord's hands now. <laughs> Which I'm we like, know he's not. The moment <laughs> right. he said that, honestly, I'm like, he's I-, I know okay. he's a man of faith and stuff. But the moment he says that, I'm like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. 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 The way nothing else really would have convinced me that he wasn't okay. That would have. I'm just like, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was the way he said it like you mm-hmm. knew like that wasn't gonna end there and like if right. you, i feel like this is just typical for like most shows i see where something like this happens i'm like i already know what's gonna happen yeah yeah so we got a little that tension is brewing and uh then we get to a flashback of judd picking up grace um at home she's not ready yet so he has a chance to chat with uh grace's dad slowly starts strangling the man anyway yes um, the scene really irritated me um so her dad is basically talking about all the different things their family have gone through and the fights they've made to like get their family to like beat make something out of themselves and make a difference and how grace is going to do that by going to georgetown and you know judd's starting to think that he's concerned about them not being the same race and then he's like oh it has nothing to do with the color of your skin it has everything to do with the color of your collar which means because he's working a blue collar job as a firefighter and her dad is thinking that grace deserves more than that is basically what he was hinting at and i'm like seriously dude yeah i'm like you're a uh, cheater i really don't want to take any advice from you even if he was not cheating then because you know it's quite possible he wasn't but it was like it's still for one thing he may have been saying the truth about it not being about race but i feel right. like it kind of was in its yeah. own way mm-hmm. yeah and even then it's like um your daughter is a grown-ass woman yeah let her do what she wants to do right and And honestly um that i think that explains a lot of what has been said about judd struggling with getting his permission to marry her yeah yeah, i'm kind of glad they didn't show that but at the same time i would have almost liked to have seen that yeah everyone wanted like a proposal a wedding and i'm like honestly like would have been nice to see that as a flashback sure but like would it have fit probably not that's why i don't think they did that 
I'm kind right. of glad they left it like they did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I won't too. get to that, but it's like yeah. here. Yeah, I I just want to slap him the whole scene. <gasps> yeah, but... I know. And he's like dropping these hints, and he's like, you know, gets Judd to say, you know, like, well, I'll do anything for her. And her dad's like, oh yeah, that's glad. I'm glad you said that. And then you know, he's basically telling Judd without officially telling him, you need to break up with my daughter because she's not gonna be held back by you. Yeah. And I was like, really? That I mean, that's not fair honestly yeah she's like a grown woman like come on now and judd knew knew going into that relationship that she was going off to college for a while you know in a while and so it wasn't like he was blind to that and he was really prepared to go with her right yeah and her dad probably didn't even know that probably Um, not he probably then, found some way to sabotage that even then. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm, a, I'm being a salty woman right now. <laughs> honestly, like, I feel the same way, though. Like, come yeah. on now. Like, I get, like, wanting your kids to be successful, but, like, them being successful, like, in that way, right. I'm just like, what do you care? Like, as long as your child isn't dating, like, a drug dealer or, like, a serial right. killer, what do you care? Honestly, right. you can get a doctor who can like afford a mansion stuff and he can be abusive right and he can be an asshole yeah collar does not dictate quality exactly exactly it's like people don't get that and so he was like he was guilt tripping judd yeah he was he was purposely getting in his head he was he was truly doing that and so i'm just like i will be i could say a lot of things that I'm not going to say on here, but I'll just be happy if you <laughs> never see him again. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, like, Grace comes out from her room, and, you know, she's getting dre- you know, dressed for the um, for a date, and so they go, and in the truck outside the bar where they're going to be dancing. I hate um, this scene. Yeah. I do, too. too. I and had I, to skip it this morning when I was rewatching it, because yeah. I was like, I can't watch this, and apparently yeah. Cooper can't either, because he's <laughs> trying to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, basically, she's she's telling Judd that she's decided not to go to Georgetown and to stay in Texas. And Judd's basically telling her that she needs to go and he doesn't love her, even though we know he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows and she he's knows lying it. to her. And because Grace is amazing. She she gets it, which is why she makes such an amazing 911 operator, because she can see through the lies. Yeah. I love that she all throughout this she's a strong independent woman who loves a man right, um yeah. you know sometimes they make like strong independent women like blatantly feminist and i mean blatantly in the negative connotation like just kind of man haters so to speak but she's so secure in herself mm-hmm. and so strong yeah. and she's not ashamed to love him like she loves him I love that. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, so they're basically, he's thinking they've broken up, and he says, well, let me at least take you home, and she goes, I came here to dance, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, like, go Grace on that. I was like, yes, like, you do that. Like, I I did not have that, like, courage, I guess. Um, Also, one thing I liked about this was her saying, like, she isn't sure about going to Georgetown, but not just because of him. She hasn't been sure for a while. And I'm just kind of like, she's not letting love dictate her decisions. Right. So then we have uh, Judd's upset. So he goes and gets a tattoo that says Psalm 31 on his that. hand, which actually, if anybody doesn't know, that tattoo is actually Jim's. Uh, he's had it. So oh, that really? I'm glad that glad they yes. brought it into the show. Yeah. 
I love um, it because like it gives the character so much dimension. Mm-hmm. And, and so- honestly, it would have been so easy to just have like tattoo makeup over it. But right. I'm glad they kept it. Yeah. And I did not know that was Jim's. Yeah, it is Jim's. I yeah. can't remember the exact reason, but I know he's, I want to say he's a recovering alcoholic. So I believe that's a scripture used. I don't know. It's a very good scripture. Anybody's interested in reading it, reach out. I'll be happy to share it with you. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so I just really like that they kept it not only in the show, but now they give explained how Judd got it, you know, just because we have some of those t- tattoos and on characters like on the show, Raphael has the, the woman tattoo under his arms. That's mm-hmm. Carlos has that. So how did Carlos get that? You know, so it'd be cool to find out things like that. So I'm really glad we got the explanation on how Judd got that tattoo. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. And present day. Fast forward to Jed goes into the drunk driver's uh, room and... Honestly, I didn't even mm. listen to this scene because yeah. I'm like, I can't. It's... Yeah. yeah. I, I really... I don't like bursts of anger or violence. Yeah. Sometimes I can handle them fine. Sometimes I can't. It, like, it comes from various different sources. And this, I'm yeah. just like... Because his anger was justified. I can't say I wouldn't have done the same right. position, honestly. But before we see his anger but... and stuff, we get the flashback of him. Somebody had... In a flashback, they'd gone to a fire and somebody had parked against a fire hydrant or something. <laughs> or blocking it. So, like, yeah, Jed, like use his anger kind of he breaks a couple of windows on a guy's car even though the guy's like standing right there yeah to, get well, to the fire hydrant yeah i didn't get the the first time i watched this i didn't really think that like the guy was right there or he realized it because i don't know yeah. but i've also seen this happen in other shows so i was just like well it's not like it's been done before so i was just like well they did it and like parking next to a fire hydrant is actually like illegal so like it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of like his own fault for doing that right yeah, yeah. Not, and that I, 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 not that i'm okay. saying that you should definitely go around and breaking somebody's window but there are a few right. times where i think it's socially acceptable right and there's <laughs> I mean, firefighters have the right, any means necessary to get the water they need. And if it means breaking a window of a car, and I've seen it happen in, um, like, there's even videos on YouTube of firefighters breaking the window of a car that's blocking um, a fire hydrant. Yeah, there's a reason it's illegal. They need Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so he, because of the kind of fight that Dad puts up with the the driver of that car, he gets arrested. Um, (laughs) So we see he's got a little bit of an anger problem. This is yeah. where I'm headbanging again. Yeah, and I'm like, Judd, <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta go too far. Yeah, well, like, I kind of, like, in this moment, in the flashback, I'm like, okay, well, that's not so bad. And, like, it actually was, the one part was kind of funny, because he was, like, to the cop, he was like, what, it's me or something? And honestly, like, I think it was a little before Carlos's time, but I wanted so badly <laughs> to see him in the flashback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he could have been some rookie cop or something. Honestly, that would have been perfect. Yeah. But the only thing I'll say about him actually going in the drunk driver's room is, like, like it wasn't, like, like obviously I don't think that, that was okay or anything like that, but I also didn't, like, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Like, I kind of was yeah. like, well, I can't say that I wouldn't have done the same thing if I was him. And I kind of understand why he went there. Right. Like, I may not condone the action. I get the emotions. Yeah. yeah. And I get the urge. 
Yeah. And who's to say anyone wouldn't have been in that same situation, honestly? It's like, honestly, at that kind of time, I kind of wanted to also slap the guy's wrist. So, yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, yeah. It was like, but also tied Judd up so he wouldn't keep getting himself arrested. Yeah, it was just like I honestly thought. I honestly thought that if they hadn't come in, he would have killed the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think they would have taken it that far. No, and that's why (laughs) Owen and his dad come in. Like that's why they like they didn't take it that far. But I honestly thought if not, then yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, I definitely don't condone violence, but. I can understand. Judd is a very physical person, so when it comes to, like, getting his point across, it's like he feels like he has to be used the violence and his strength, which he doesn't have to. Honestly, he reminds um, me a little bit of Eddie in this case. Oh, yeah, I thought the same thing. Struggling to, like, Mm -hmm. get emotions across. Yeah. (laughs) So they resort to physical, because that's what they know. And, like, like, but obviously both were kind of stupid, but in a way, like, I get it i think this one just struck a little differently to me because this was so targeted but on the other hand he was definitely making it clear to the guy how severe this was and basically these people need to know the freaking impact of their actions yeah drunk driving really pisses me off like especially since both of the 911 episodes revolved around a drunk driver um it really bought like this one wasn't like as bad, but like I was just like, oh no, oh, my that's emotions. True. I didn't make that connection. Oh yeah. yeah, both of them were about the true. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, what are we doing? Right, <laughs> and I mean, I drive just... safely, people. Yeah, yeah. like I, d- it really makes me so so mad, as it should. Right. But like, ah. Uh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I love how Judd tells the guy that she saved so many people. I can't remember the numbers at the moment. And then he says, like, a number, and then he says one more than that. And then just as then Owen and Grace's dad rush in and be like, Grace is awake, and he's like, and she just now saved you, too. Honestly, yeah. that was my favorite part of the whole scene. Yeah, same, same. Because I'm like, like that true. that was powerful right there. Because he's telling this drunk driver, look, if it wasn't for her waking up, I'd probably just bash your face in. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he goes into Grace's room. They see each other. Um, and the doctor um, comes in and says that she's been the most popular patient. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> that. That was like Your well-wishers are becoming a fire hazard. <laughs> yes, I love that. He's like, "Well, if there's a fire, there who you want here?" <laughs> yeah, literally. That's um, true. <laughs> so Grace is awake and she's saying she doesn't have any feeling in her legs and they're like, "Well, that's normal." So it's, she must have had some sort of like spinal damage or something for them the injury or some sort um, of severe dislocation or something. Yeah. And, like she uh, was pinned, but I'll I know it didn't seem as direct as spinal. Who knows? Yeah. 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 And uh we might get more we I might get more on that through her recovery. Yeah. So. Well, and maybe Definitely. from the impact she just had some swelling and that was putting pressure Possibly, on her spine. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so the doctor's like, you know, yeah, you know, heal some bones and she'll be they'll be okay. There's <laughs> and, and they're like, "They?" I love Judd's face when he says that. And she's like, "Mrs. Ryder, you're pregnant." Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Ryder was, baby I was on board. It, but I was expecting like it surprised me yet it didn't. It was like, "Oh my goodness." So like, did you guys like did it like cuz some people said they knew it in the beginning of the episode like when did it hit you or when did it hit you? I like I wasn't expecting it to say I wasn't surprised even though i was surprised if that makes any mm-hmm. sense yeah yeah like i was like okay yeah that makes sense uh-huh. uh i had hints of it 
two times in the episode. When Judd was dealing with the kids from the Bible camp, and when Tommy and Charles announced they were pregnant. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was, um, honestly, when the doctor walked in the room, I just got that feeling. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. they're going to... And, like, honestly, we've talked about it. But, honestly, I like the timeline. I like that out of an accident and, like, a trauma, mm-hmm. that, like, something good came out of it. Right. Honestly, I prefer this yeah. to yeah. any other way they would have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if they'd done another episode, like you know after her recovery she goes it would have felt too soon even though this is technically sooner than all of that yeah and honestly not to be spiteful but i kind of love it just because a lot of people are like she's gonna not be able to get pregnant and i'm like ha she can yeah Yeah. i did suspect (laughs) that yes but i'm glad Um, that's not the case yeah and honestly they kind of hinted that they were already trying so i was like okay Mm -hmm. this makes a lot of sense yeah i love it um and so jed leaves the room after a few moments to update everybody Um, and i loved how we see like mateo's praying and tk and carlos are kind of like sleeping and or was it tk sleeping and carlos reading or yeah it was tk sleeping carlos was reading and i was like like, why couldn't they have sat together that's what i said (laughs) i was like i was like why is there a damn table right there i'm like why isn't tk's head on carlos's shoulder (laughs) yes i would have loved that yeah i loved like just like the little things to see what they were all doing like i was like yeah. oh my god it's just so yeah but like why was there a damn table between tarlos what the heck i know right and then um judd kind of announces that she's doing all right and yeah. he pulls his dad over because his dad's there and then he's like then why are you crying and judd whispers in his ear you're gonna be a granddad and i love that i love that he did it like he's like i gotta tell my dad first so he tells his dad and then he's like because he He's gonna be a granddad and i would love i love that oh my god yes it was so like it was everything because i wanted because yes. his dad has been wanting that and he finally yes. got it <laughs> and on his won. birthday so that's yes. Yes. Nice. yes i and love that the fact that like oh it was just so perfect like and i mm-hmm. loved like everyone's reactions and i'm in my head i was like it's kind of funny honestly as i think about other moments in this season I kind of get like the pregnancy kind of hit because in the one episode where they're talking about Owen's no longer child um, Judd says oh we'll have a little Texan running around here and I'm like you will have a little Texan running around here <laughs> right right <laughs> oh my god it's just like everything yeah and so yeah they hug and the last scene it was the last scene of the episode is back to 2013 so it's been about nine months, I'd say. And Jed and Grace really haven't seen each other since. And they are both arriving at the hospital for the arrival of the twins. And this he sees so her. And first. they have this awkward conversation. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, she's already. <clears throat> yeah, and she's explaining that she didn't go to Georgetown and that my daddy isn't the boss of me. And I'm like, oh, yes, that, girl. My, that was my favorite line well no not my favorite line this scene but one of my favorite lines because like oh i was like yes girl yes you're right right and then she notices the tattoo on his hand mm-hmm. um he says uh so he doesn't forget what matters i love that and i love that um and then uh judd asks if she's seeing anyone and she says yes and I was like, oh, crap. I hope this I is like, going to cause any more drama. I was like, wait, I think the episode's ending soon. What does that mean? Exactly. I was, I was yeah, I was about to get so mad over that because right. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then yeah. she says, uh, yeah, uh, he is. 
or she said, yeah, he is. He's too, too dumb to know it, though, or stubborn. I'm not sure which. And yeah. I'm like, Cause, oh yeah. And Because Jonah looked crushed for a moment yeah. there. But, and it was but like, then he, like, tried to own up and say, like, well, he's a lucky man. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, he is. Da, da, da. And yeah. And I was... love how he didn't need it, like, spelled out for him completely. Because yeah. he was like, oh, wait. <laughs> this is such an awesome and i love like charles comes out and announces that the girls are there and that they need to come meet their goddaughters yeah <laughs> so either way if if they grace didn't say that charles was charles and tommy were aiming oh, yeah. to get them back together which oh, yeah. i love I Me love too. good meddling matchmaking. <laughs> oh my god, yes. so perfect. Me too. I loved it, and I love how they took hands. Like, are you ready for this? And it's like, uh, I was like, yes, yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was an amazing show. Yes, yeah. I loved this episode. Like, honestly, I was like, hmm, <laughs> how do I like aim this at like other begins type episodes? But I was like, no, no, I'm not going there because like it was just like so good and like a lot of people were saying they were like oh my god this is like way better than any begins episode we ever got i don't agree with that fully i don't either but i just but i've seen I, that. I feel like it's not fair to compare to the begins episodes of the other show right Be- and mm. especially when we start getting other um region stories in this particular series right yeah um, yeah that's like, that's kind of that's kind of my thought like kind of keep it separate a little bit yeah which because i because i'm not going to compare them yeah like this one hit the same that eddie Vian's hit though i will mm-hmm. say that yeah but i'm not gonna like say i like this more because i'm gonna keep the show separate but yeah hey. uh, <laughs> if i was going to do that already i feel like something with tk or carlos is going to be first for me um that might hit like my eddie begins because eddie begins is my favorite of the other show same. i feel like this already like it's very similar to eddie begins in like quality but i think it'll slide to like be equal to buck begins which is my second favorite mm-hmm. um but again not comparing but if we're doing that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah, yeah and i i personally don't really compare them i i like that we do have a what would be considered a begins episode in this um and it's not just a Judd begins it's a Judd and Grace begins which is yeah. really cool um, yeah. which we I haven't like really gotten in the original 911 yeah um, because yeah. Grace and Judd were established when the show started which is awesome yeah which... but I feel like they had to do that together <clears throat> yeah which I've seen a couple people say that they wish that they would have separated them but I honestly disagree because I feel like if they would have yeah. separated them I feel like it might have been boring. Like, I feel yeah. like since they were always married and they were always established as a couple, they kind of fit together. And also yeah. their stories intertwine because it's about their, like, love story, too. Right. Honestly, it just... I would not have enjoyed it nearly as much if they'd been separate. That's yeah, what I... Yeah, there. exactly. Because it's like, at some point, they would have had to interconnect. But that would have been such a freaking long episode and we would not yeah. have gotten as yeah. much of their relationship as we yeah. had. And it yeah. would have drawn it out into multiple episodes, and you know, unless season-wise. they did a purely 
flashback episode. Yeah. But even then, it still would have been cramped. So I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. But honestly, I don't feel like we needed Grace Begins now because we got enough of Grace to find out that she graduated college at a, with a 4.0 and was had the opportunity to go to Georgetown but chose not to go. And I feel like that shows who Grace is. Yeah. And we yeah. already know what her parents are like. Yeah. And we get a sense of how she grew up as. Like, we don't need it. They're done. Like the is, only, that's done as far as it begins goes. We can move on. <laughs> the only there's only couple of things I could have would have liked a little bit more in this episode was siblings of Judd's. Yeah, because we know he's not yeah. an only child. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, we know he has a couple brothers. I mean, I'm convinced otherwise about other things, but that's just that. But yeah, I I. Would have wanted that, but like honestly, I don't know where the heck they would have put it in. So I'm hoping yes. we at least get it in present day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was glad they threw the dad in. Honestly, oh yeah, like, same. He's mm-hmm. always I get since he's always been an old grouch. <coughs> oh yeah, like yeah. yeah. But honestly, this episode, and I've been thinking about this, and I think this really shows why Judd knew about the camps. Because mm-hmm. growing, like, going into his teen years, he just lost his best friend. Yeah. And... Which probably caused a lot of trauma and a lot of lashing out and being mm-hmm. a troubled kid. And Yeah. And, like, it was, it was both the kids' fault in a way. As, uh, like, Cal kind of, like, his actions yeah. leading up to the crash. But also Judd was driving and they were both so underage. It was, like, it's yeah. really funny. I so feel it was, like... like it was such a and plus survivor's guilt yes i feel like there might have been an exception like just going like off of the first scene that judd might have been like the one to like want to take the car out to be the troublemaker i feel like there was just that like assumption that that could have been it but it honestly wasn't that i think he was very reluctant at first to even go and even he wasn't like being like super like like a typical young boy like trying to like Mm -hmm. speed off the road like he was actually like being like pretty like decently smart like like obviously like it's not good that they did that but like it's also just something that happens. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that because he he was he was planning on being the passenger, right? Yeah, yeah. but then obviously they couldn't, and so then his friends the peer pressure. But on the other hand, if they had been the passenger and the things had happened the same way, then no story. <laughs> then Jed wouldn't have been there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would have. I think the only other thing I would have liked is to have Carlos be the one to pull Judd away from the guy in his yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, but I was also thinking timeline doesn't really match up. I, I was think thinking... Carlos probably started a couple of years afterwards. No, I don't mean that. I mean when Judd oh. was in the hospital room. Oh, oh we yeah. both oh, went I the same way. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So I guess because Carlos had already been mentioned in that scenario, um, so I immediately went to that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have really liked to have Carlos now knowing that everybody heard what two cops were telling Carlos because they knew each other from being police officers. I would have wanted Carlos to be the one to barge in and stop Judd or stop Judd from going in there. I would take something. And Carlos going in. Like, right. I could have done without having Grace's dad. Even though it made sense because, like, telling him that they were awake. But since they realized mm-hmm. what room yeah. they were in, they needed Carlos in there. Yeah, yeah. I, being yeah. the police, I, that was what I was like, I really wish we could have had that. 
Yeah, I kind of agree, but I also think that, like, Carlos and Judd don't really have that relationship. And even though Carlos is a cop, he was, like, off-duty at the moment, so it wasn't really his place to do anything like that. But also, I do agree, but, like, I'm also, Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't see them having, like, that, like, I don't know, I don't feel like it would... I don't feel like it would have came the same way, I guess, is a good way to put it. Honestly, it's not because of their relationship, so to speak. It's just the fact that a firefighter and a civilian went into a potentially dangerous situation, considering the fact that Judd was trying to strangle the guy at the time. Right, um, yeah. And they figured out what was going on. It's even an off-duty cop. When you take off the badge, that doesn't mean that you're not still a first responder. Right, right. So just practically speaking pragmatically it made sense if he was the one but i think it flowed together better that he wasn't yeah yeah i just feel like it would have hit differently yeah honestly like the only way i could have seen them working it is honestly this went might have worked and it might have been good is if they had tk and carlos and possibly owen there even though it's like three people but still (laughs) it might have hit like it might have been good he's a big dude i don't know i feel like tk and judges have that like i don't know like i feel like it would have been good i don't know but also with tk's concussion that would have been i don't mean i don't i didn't want him to get in the middle of things no i'm just saying no just be there yeah (laughs) i I think, yeah, I... It worked out as it was. Yeah, it, it yeah. did. It, it, the scene but... worked out well, but yeah, that was the only thought I had. I was like, man, it would have been really cool to have Carlos involved a little more. Um, but yeah. I, I like I, him being shown at all, honestly. They yeah. could have so easily not had him there. And and we do know that we're going to get more Tarlos this the rest of the season. So, like, mm-hmm. an episode that's not focused on Tarlos is okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I don't... Like, I like as much as I would have wanted little bits of Tarlos, and I feel like we got that with, like, the just them being shown. Like, mm-hmm. like in this I, episode, it wasn't centered on them. I yeah. feel like, as much as I love seeing Tarlos, having them in there yeah. would have actually been kind of wrong because it wasn't focused on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would have taken, yeah. it would have distracted from the main yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like sometimes people forget that, like, this yeah. isn't the Tarlo show as much yeah. as I love them. I have to say that. Like, I will take a spin off with the Tarlo show. I mean, show. yeah, Nice but... Tarlo sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's not that way. <laughs> um, so do we have any fan thoughts about the episode? Yeah. So everyone's like, love it. Great. Like, that's a common consensus. But one of my favorites is absolutely one of the best episodes ever. It was so pure and real. It almost made me forget that it was TV. And that's like, yes. Yeah. And then I was crying during watching the episode. Just perfect for me. And then Stunning didn't expect Judd's trauma. And honestly, I was like, okay, I feel like his trauma has to do with death. And I wasn't completely wrong, but I was thinking it was something completely different. So I was like, well, I was wrong, but I'm okay with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We get it right so often. We gotta be wrong sometimes. (laughs) I know. Like, I was like, I was like, it has to be this. And then I was like, "Mm, not quite, but I wasn't too far off. So right oh yeah the flashbacks though were phenomenal and like i feel like this episode just to close it out really reaffirmed how much i love grease and judd is like my number two ship yeah me too (laughs) so yeah yeah 100 percent. tarlis is number one grace and judd are number two for me 100 percent yes yes yes. also practically those are the only two established ships but you know (laughs) 
they're just like they're all I need. I don't care. Like obviously, like I do want the other characters to have like love interests eventually, but I don't. It's not like I need more ships. Yeah, and active like, ships that are not canon. In uh, this exactly. show. Yes, exactly. That's and uh, you know we do have Tommy and Charles, but I literally they're just married, like oh we forgot so. about them. And, yeah. yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. I, I don't happen to care. Yeah, but I did same. like seeing them yeah. in this episode. Yeah. It was actually probably my favorite. This is probably what endeared Tommy to me the most just right here. I'm just like, oh, she's a cool person. Same. <laughs> oh my god, I can stand by that so yes. much. Yes. Yeah. Because so. she has frustrated me throughout the All seasons right. at some point, even though I, <laughs> overall, I like her. Yeah, I agree. Um, just here, Alrighty. she's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> promo. Got a little promo. bit of a promo. It has been the only promo that's come out thus far for. Well, yeah. It's kind we- well, it, yeah. Weekly, they're only going to do one promo. Like, it's not going to be between the seasons where they're trying to get you to come back, which I was already going to come back. So, you have to to say. But, (laughs) yeah, yeah, they're only going to do one promo. But this promo was, like, both for next week, but also, like, what's coming up, like, this season. Yeah. Which. Which is only going to be for 10 and 11 so far, just because they just finished 12, like, literally, like, yesterday. So So I've been doing DreamCon today. Um, Guys, we're recording this on Saturday. I've been doing DreamCon today, and (laughs) Ronan has gotten so many questions about 12, and has teased so much about 12. (laughs) Yeah, it's like oh my goodness okay yeah but we don't have info on it we just know it's a charles heavy episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah but so next week let's focus on that but basically yeah. it's, it's like owen goes over to grace and judd's and says like how is she doing and just like struggling and then you can see like part one scene seems like they were in the car so maybe she like just got out of the hospital or something which i feel kind of adds up Mm -hmm. and then a later scene is like her like struggling and like showing that she's struggling and being like i don't know how to be this person who can barely get out of bed and i'm like oh my god she's such an active person though that makes so much sense well she's usually the one helping everybody else so it's really hard for her to be the one that's laid up yeah i think i think one thing i want to see is like her struggling with being helped because mm-hmm. people who help other people constantly can sometimes struggle with giving up control and being helped. Yeah, which yeah. I and, think. Yeah, yeah, I think they, that's like what the episode description for the episode said that she has to like accept help from other people. And I'm like, oh, look I, at me. Yeah, I don't even remember go. the synopsis. Yes. <laughs> what isn't one of the episodes ten or eleven called "A Little Help from My Friends"? I think it's maybe ten. I don't remember, but that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. but it makes it sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, ten sounds about right, though. So yeah, I don't even know if we have a name for eleven yet. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Oh, that's the one that um, literally like Johnny is writing, and then Rob's brother Chad is directing. Oh, eleven. It's, that. That's the one that's I forget get the name of it on top of my head but honestly burn. i just want as yeah burn. slow burn nod to the lows yeah, yeah. Be like um all yeah. in the family or something yeah yeah i love it and i love it, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so and then, then the rest of up. the season oh this is i freaked out when i saw this preview <laughs> just saying oh my gosh yes 
Yeah, so we have a car stuck hanging from a bridge. I don't really care about that too much. Yeah, the <laughs> main thing we care about is Carlos's apartment being on fire. Oh my god, and he's shirtless. Honestly, the shirtless is what I take away from that. So did I. First time through, I saw the flames, but and I could see Carlos, but like it was so split that I was like, oh, I have to go back and watch this. And then I was just looking at his magnificent torso mm-hmm. and being like oh wait there was fire yeah no the first time i watched it i was like wait was he shirtless so i had to watch it again and i was like oh yeah he was but i was honestly surprised by how many people were like this is owen's house and i'm like no, no. The darker why house, would carlos no, owen's be... house is much lighter yeah um the darker paneling is yeah. consistent with carlos's apartment yeah, exactly. and also it did look like um Perhaps he was coming to the top of the stairs and that were there. And I know we don't really know what Owen's layout is, but... I think it's an open floor plan from what I remember. Yeah, I think, I it's, think it's way more open. There's a lot more windows. A lot of it seems to be first floor. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna say, it does not, it's not consistent with mm-hmm. Owen's house. I'll be surprised yeah. if it is, but it's, honest- it's not. Like, why it's would Carlos be well, shirtless in the middle yeah. of, like, I'm sorry, like, it's not that, like, it's not that far out, but it's definitely not. Also, pe- people were mostly saying that because people are like, well, why is Owen getting involved? First of all, that's, like, basically his son-in-law. That's his right. we're just waiting his son's for boyfriend. <laughs> right. Yeah, and on the, and, and uh, we all also know it's not his place because there's a very brief clip of the explosion of like and you're in like a condo complex where you can kind of see like units of like two or three duplexes so obviously carlos because carlos's place is like a condo it's like a two-story condo yeah you can you can tell that and that's not where because we've seen the front of um owen's house and it's not that yeah yeah. i don't remember that clip but that even more so like it's not owen's yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. put in your bid. TK there or TK not there? TK responding. Uh, okay, so like, I have like, I don't know, I have a few different thoughts about Me this. Me too. So I first, I'm, I don't, I don't know, part of me doesn't think TK's there. I think, and also I think with Carlos, I think he will likely, I think, he, I don't think he'll be like injured or anything. Or maybe he'll have like a little smoke inhalation, but maybe that'll be it. And like, I don't see it being severe. I, yeah, I don't see it being severe. I don't see it being a whole big deal. I think it's more going to be focused on like the fact that this is like an arsonist fire which owen tells tk at the very end of the promo and i'm just i don't know i don't think yeah i don't think like anything bad will happen to carlos and i don't know like i don't see tk like actually like i don't see tk pulling carlos in the fire because first of all he's an emt now um Mm -hmm. Second, like, not that he couldn't be like, hey, I'll be a firefighter for two seconds. Yes. <laughs> he has a but, on his training automatically. But I'm also like, ah, I can't really see that happening. Also, I hope that, like, the, f- I hope this is, like, I don't want Carlos's house to be the first that's, like, caught on fire, if that makes any sense. Like, I kind of want it to be, like, a couple in a row, and then, like, I agree. Like, I don't want it to be just a direct hit at Carlos. I want Carlos to be somehow connected, but I also don't want it to be, like, a direct hit on Carlos. Because I feel like that's just, like, so predictable. I mean, we already know that it's a serial arsonist. Right. um, Just from several others. So, I highly doubt that it is, um, like, he is the main target. Um, Arsonists, they're, sometimes they just like 
setting things up and letting them burn. Like, honestly, the mentality, the reasonings, they're all different in some sort of way. Um, As far as TK being there, the only reason I would want TK there is because I want to see them snuggling as they sleep. (laughs) If I am being completely honest. But in a way, other than that, I want TK to, like, get the call from Carlos or something, or get a call from his dad or something, yeah. or be the responder. Yeah. I, Either of that. I also had this very brief image in my head where, like, they're at the, they're working, and, like, Carlos is at home, and this happens, and then, like, they get the call, and it, like, you get the address and stuff like that, and TK's like, wait, that's Carlos's. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I yeah. kind of, I don't know, I kind of want that. Yeah, so f- for me, it's, so I have kind of both theories. Like, I I, I have a feeling TK is going to be there, but. It's possible. It's yeah, possible. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, it's tough because I would love him to be there to, you know, him and Carlos, like, having, you know, long shifts come home and going to bed and they're just in the middle of getting ready to go to bed and Carlos hears something and somebody's thrown like a, you know molotov cocktail into his window or something you know and that's what causes the fire but on the other hand i would love to have like a worried tk you know because we've had so much at carlos worried about tk that it would be really cool to see <laughs> not that i want carlos <laughs> to be in danger um it would but be also nice like yes <laughs> tk worrying about carlos for a little bit yeah um, like two-way street they're both right they're both in dangerous jobs yes. yeah um and so as- i my concern i guess is i want to make sure that this they're clear on the reason why he's a target because like and and i say that as in there's been a lot of issues with cops in the in the recent year or so so is it a target because he's a cop is it a target because he's gay is it a target because he arrested somebody that shouldn't you know and so there's all those different things i don't i feel like he arrested the wrong person or something or arrests somebody and the wrong person gets pissed off it's so cliche yeah but honestly it's valid yeah so if they did it right i wouldn't mind it yeah but i mean in season two of 911 they did do that where it was this this kid and he was attacking everybody that was part of his dad's you know trial yeah so i'm yeah. like that since that storyline's kind of already been used i really don't think they're going to use it again in yeah. lone star so I, then like and i i don't feel like this would just like carlos would be a target like a random target you know like it feels like it was he was chosen for a reason you know yeah i a couple things so first off i don't think it's gonna be because he's gay because like i don't see it being a hate crime or anything like that i think that's a mm-hmm. little much right and i don't think that though there. Or yeah, at least, because that's same. another option. Yeah, I don't, I don't, see, yeah, that. I don't, I don't see that either. I don't, I don't want it. I don't see it. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, the I don't think this is what I'm going to say, but I don't remember. Um, but the part where Owen's telling TK that it's arson, like tk's face like poor yeah. baby and that's the outfit ronan was wearing just to point it out there when he like had a long break between sets so he went and saw a freaking movie <laughs> oh um, was it yes i'm so oh, that's right i'm so good at these things like i'm like Pat, my and like nice. it's also because i save all like practically all the stories i know what what he was wearing when oh my god yeah um, i just like i photograph most of his story yeah, yeah. photographic memory so i yeah. feel like episode 
11, 12, and 13 are going to kind of all mash together with the storyline? Uh, yeah, 11 and 12 for sure. 13, I'm sure, yeah. since we don't know anything about it. But I can't um, really see the Arsonist storyline going more than two episodes max. Right. I just I, don't see it. Yeah, and I do, like, I have, I did briefly see, because somebody tagged 911 Lone Star, and it was a, it's a, an actor who is playing a detective on the show in episode 12. And it was showing a picture of him on his Instagram with um, Benito Martinez, who plays Gabriel Reyes. And Gabriel's wearing um, a Texas Rangers uniform. Um, so I just saw that yesterday. So it's like all these different thoughts of like, so I yeah. definitely for sure the investigation for the arson is probably yeah. going. Yeah. I would just 12. like to interject with something I said on our group chat. So, if Gabriel acts out again, I'm slapping him. Same. I was yes. here for it. If he so, doesn't believe his son, no, if he does some ooh. shit again, I'm, he it's kind of, in my opinion, redeemed himself at, in the end of eight, but I have not fully forgiven him, and if <laughs> I am going to flip if he does it again. Yeah, and like, agreed. My, my thing is, is I'm like, wow, look, it's like 12, what they're saying is like, Owen's going to be the conflict of interest and stuff with the prime suspect. And I'm like, well, Gabriel really likes to be like, you know, just like put himself like in the middle of things and like basically, you know, just no. Like, I'm like, how, how, like, how is this allowed? Yeah. I know. It's... The only, my only hope with that is that he's wanting to find out who targeted his son you know yeah like, yes. like and like personal... i would love it for that be like he's like he wants to be a part of it because he's like he wants to take down the guy that did that to his son though i feel like that's even more of a conflict of interest yeah that's exactly what i mean like mm -hmm. oh yeah gabriel, it is. gabriel's like he likes to be like just put himself in a conflict of interest like in episode eight and now in 12 which honestly when i saw the 12 like um episode description i was slightly underwhelmed because i was like no i don't want it to be like i uh, i don't know it's just like i wanted to be like tarlos is like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well we know at some point they're gonna have to get a parent's meet the parents official tk yeah. so we'll see gabriel again i just this was not how i expected it yeah i, yeah. Hope, it's, I hope it's in like 10 or 11 because like i want that now mm -hmm. yeah or well we're supposed to have a big tarlos scene this upcoming episode if you'll remember oh yeah so see. i'm my bet is that it's the meet the parents and the next episode is moving in mm. but they're hinting at so much i hardly know which way to turn i so. know right all i have to say is i sure hope tk he doesn't lose all his hoodies in the fire. <laughs> I hope he doesn't move in yet. Fire <laughs> oh. no, my, my heart, my heart just sunk a little bit. Like what the heck? I didn't even think about that. But like, damn, TK, don't move your hoodies in. I repeat, don't move your hoodies in. And he's fighting this issue. Our priorities are clear. Wow. Yeah, we can definitely. My mind, my mind just went. Can insurance cover that? <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, because it'll cover clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless you're some sort of very famous person who needs that. Um, <laughs> like, Rona, All right, Rona. so, wrapping that up. We, uh, oh my goodness there's we could talk uh, about this for ages i know we just spent like probably like 20 minutes talking about the <laughs> but i love we that 
um, but wrapping up the season two B premiere, spring premiere uh, was awesome. Super awesome to see more of Judd and Grace and learn how they came together. And definitely looking forward to a great few more episodes coming up in the season. And it sounds like um, end of May will be the last episode of the season. It's so, so. soon. I don't know. But it's, we're going to have, like, six weeks worth of shows, so thankfully yeah. we're going to have more episodes. Yeah. True. It's like, it feels, like, so soon, but it also feels so far away. Like, I'm like, I I don't know. I still have to plan my week out. I can't even think six weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah, you know? me. Like, I'm like, okay, this is what's coming up. But right. It's like, I, I know we record on Saturdays. That's about <laughs> all the extent of my regular schedule. Um, oh, same. Thank you guys so much for joining us and listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We're also on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and almost anywhere podcasts can be found. On iTunes, please rate us and leave us a review. It would mean a lot to us. You can follow the podcast on our socials at 911LSRoundup. You can follow me, Katie, at For Love Tarlos on Instagram and at For Love Tarlos on Twitter. You can follow me, Grace, at RoninRatha911 on Instagram and at SheepGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye! Bye. Bye.